Hi, listener. I'm your host, Sally Holder. Join me each week to escape and be refreshed with stories of people who dared not to settle for the American dream. Go beyond just getting enough in life and live into a place where big dreams actually do come true. In each episode, you'll discover why internal success is better than external success. Be prepared to redefine what your best looks like in your life and free yourself from the guilt of wanting more. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hitting Rock Metal podcast. I'm your host, Sally Holder, and today we are going to talk about attaching negative consequences to your goals. So I can't wait for you to dig into this episode. I am going to challenge the way that you think about your goals. I'm going to challenge the way that you talk to your friends about them. We're going to deep dive into questions to ask yourself and old habits and patterns that you may be engaged in that will be stopping you from reaching these goals. I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode And I can't wait to hear your feedback on it, too. So don't ever forget to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it. It goes a really long way. And um, I just really appreciate it so much, too. So let's dive into this episode and leave you with a little more information to have your business be a little bit better. Okay, guys, on this episode, we are going to talk about attaching negative consequences to your goals. I know it's a strange topic, but bear with me here. It's something I've been talking about a lot lately in my speaking engagements, and it's been really fun to talk about this in the corporate environment. And so I thought I would switch over and share this idea on the podcast as well. And so, um, you know, really what I'm talking about is this idea that every time we think about our bigger goals, very often it triggers something in us that immediately says something like, I don't know how. I would love to do that thing, whatever your goal may be, but it's going to be so hard. <laughs> I, I hear myself saying that one all the time. So I had to giggle a little bit. Um, and then the, another one is, yes, I would love to, but then I would have to X, Y, or Z. Or my favorite one is, you know, I would love to, but then I would have to give up my paycheck. So what we do typically is that, we begin setting bigger goals and then immediately we switch to this idea of negative consequences. We immediately switch to the thought process that is going to be so hard or I'll give you one of mine, which is if I do that, then I will have to give up my Starbucks every day. I will have to give up every type of indulgence. I love going to see movies. You guys know that. So no more movies for me. No more shopping. No more, you know, nights out with girlfriends, right? That's what we start to do. We start to attach 
all of these negative consequences to seeking this goal. And so immediately we have the goal on one side and then on the other end, we have all of these negative things. We, or or let's say positive things, actually, you know, we have all the positive things we get to maintain if we don't seek the goal, right? We still get to, if I don't seek the goal, we still get to go out with friends. We still get to have fun because that's really what we're talking about. I still get to, you know, enjoy time with my husband if I just stay where I am. If I go after the goal, then I've got to give up fun, happiness, joy, all of the things that I really love. So, right, it's an easy choice. It's an easy way to talk ourselves out of going after bigger things. And the funny thing to me is that We do it so subconsciously. In fact, I think it's part of what's broken in our society today is the fact that, you know, immediately when you want to make a more difficult choice, your friends are all always, or at least my friends too, God love them, but they want to be the people that protect us. So they come at us with, that that's going to mean you're going to have to, right? You're going to lose your paycheck. You're not going to be able to afford all the things you love to do. No more going to yoga, no more paying for, you know, that expensive facial that you love, right? And so they're pointing out immediately all of those negative consequences as if we hadn't already thought them through yet. I'm sure that you had, but they're going to remind you of maybe just one or two that you had forgotten about. And then we don't go after our dream. And It is so wonderful to have friends that protect us and encourage us to stay safe. But what if the next time a friend comes to you instead of the negative consequences, you say something totally different to her like, wow, what are you going to gain by going after that change? What are you going to get to have by creating this change in you know in the long run what's the long term benefit that you're going to reap from this short term you know deprivation that you might incur see the way that a real entrepreneur thinks about it is that we don't think about the short term sacrifice or this is the entrepreneurial thinking that I want to encourage you to have is don't think necessarily about the short-term sacrifice. Think about the long-term gain, right? What's the ROI? What's the return on the investment? What's the return on the investment of this short-term sacrifice? What if you went, sadly, two weeks without the Starbucks, right? Maybe you go a couple of months where you're stressed about Paying the bills because you transition from your secure paycheck to creating your own company. Yes, it will create some stressors. You will have, right, some rocky times. I'm just saying that those rocky times will, in the long run, take you to a much better place than staying exactly where you are today. See, We don't ask ourselves the question of what is this all going to give me in the end, right? If I stay the same, 
and I stay with the current paycheck, let's just take my paycheck as practicing law, I feared so much leaving that consistency, right? The uh, easy consequences I painted for myself were that I will no longer have monetary success, right? I will no longer have a six-figure paycheck and I will have to settle for something a lot less. Maybe that was true in the short term, but what I completely forgot about are the long-term benefits. See, in my practice, I only got $5,000 increases. And yes, that does sound substantial, but when you take out taxes, that was a $250 bump every two weeks. So not substantial, right? It didn't change my life having that. And that was a month's worth of extra effort in order to get that additional bump. But I was so attached to that, believing that that was the positive And attaching such negative consequences and sacrifice to the other side of the coin that I wasn't willing to make the change. What I never thought about were attaching benefits to the risk, attaching the long-term benefits to the risk that I was going to take. And let me tell you, having taken that risk now, I would have been settling for way less than I was capable of having, right? way less. Those $5,000 bumps now seem so inconsequential in terms of what I'm capable of creating on the other side. And yes, I did have to ride out discomfort. I did have to ride out some negative consequences, some insecurity, but it was for the long-term gain. So many potential entrepreneurs will come up to me after, you know, a speaking engagement and they'll say, but, you know, gosh, I just don't want to have that, you know, negative period, those negative consequences at all. And what I say is, you know what, you're going to experience discomfort either way, right? But at least on the other side of the coin, it's going to come with exponential benefits, potential exponential growth. And knowing that far outweighs the short term period of negative consequences. See, we've got to think beyond not getting the Starbucks for a couple of weeks. We've got to think beyond the couple of negative statements that our friends are going to make and think about what we'll get in the long run. You know, funny enough, I have been equating this lately. And if you've heard me at some of my book tour events lately, then you've heard this, um, you know, analogy. I talk about it in terms of the movie Sleepless in Seattle. So I'm aging myself just slightly here, but hopefully you have seen that movie. And if you have not put it on your to-do list, Um, grab yourself a Sunday afternoon and treat yourself. So Sleepless in Seattle, Meg Ryan's character is sitting there in front of her fiance and he, you know, checks all these external boxes of success, all the things that I try to remind you guys every day that don't necessarily matter, right? He looks perfect. He has a great job. He, you know, all around looks like the perfect guy, but he's not necessarily the perfect guy for her. See, she meets 
a guy who turns out to be Tom Hanks on a radio show and they have conversations over the phone, but they've never actually met in person. And so on Valentine's Day, just to pull up the drama quite a bit, they are supposed to meet at the top of the Empire State Building. And that night she's at dinner with her fiance and she's given the choice to stay where she is in front of her fiance or to chase what's possible at the top of the Empire State Building to chase after, you know, her potential dream man, her dream, you know, relationship and somewhere she feels really tugged to go, but she's never met him. She doesn't actually even know whether he's going to show up. She has no idea what the outcome will be if she does show up. You know, ultimately, are they right together? Who knows? There could be all kinds of negative consequences to going after the person that she might be perfect with. Or she could stay exactly where she is. Now, her friends, you can imagine... If they were to pull up a chair next to her at that restaurant and sit there and look her in the eye and she were to look at them and say, hey, I might go after this dream, this dream of finding my one true love at the top of the Empire State Building, but it would require me leaving this guy right in front of me who, for all intents and purposes, looks perfect. What do you think her friends are going to say? Right. Her friends are going to say, no way. You are not leaving. We are going to help you. We are going to protect you. We are going to keep you safe. We are going to keep you with this gentleman because that is what's right for you. You're just having a momentary lapse in judgment. And, you know, don't worry about it. We're here to protect you. We're here to keep you safe. And, right, I can't imagine any friend sitting there looking at her and saying, oh, yeah. Absolutely. We have no idea whether that guy's going to be at the top of the Empire State Building or not, but go for it. Leave this thing sitting in front of you that looks perfect on the outside. So I equate chasing your dreams to that scenario. Most of us look at what's in front of us, right? And we say, you know what? This is good enough for me. And we look at the Empire State Building and we say, you know what? Ugh, that probably comes with a lot of negative consequences, right? A lot of negative things I've got to go through to get there. I've got to give the ring back. I've got to move out of his apartment, maybe find new friends, change everything that I know. So you know what? I'm just going to stay where I am. And that's probably what my friends would tell me too. So I'm just going to stay here. But when I present the scenario this way and you hear it in this light, you know what's right. You know that we shouldn't attach the negative consequences to chasing that dream. That yes, there may be all of those things that come along with it, but it will always be worth it. That chasing the bigger, bolder, more happier, successful version of yourself will come with bumps in the road. Let me tell you, there is no way to avoid those. But at least they take you to a bigger, bolder place for you. A place that you're never going to get 
to experience without the bumps. And it's, yeah, it's going to have a couple of negative consequences, but thank God it does because it helps to clarify the vision of where you're going. It helps you let go of old habits, patterns, and beliefs that were holding you back. You know, you're like a snake shedding a skin. You're letting go of some of those things along the way. And those are the gifts that the bumps provide. So I've come to look at those bumps in the road as, you know, life lessons just I simply needed to learn on the way to getting to become the person I wanted to be. And so we can stop attaching those negative consequences to our goals. We can stop saying that, Only the negative things will happen. Now we can start looking at the benefits that we are going to get to experience. See, 90% of our happiness is all about how your mind processes the world. Uh, You guys have heard on the podcast before. I love Sean Aker. He wrote some incredible books called um, Big Potential and uh, The Happiness Advantage. So two books I highly recommend. If you have not read them, go grab yourself a copy of those. And he is a happiness researcher. And he is the person that discovered this statement that 90% of, of happiness is how your mind processes the world. And yet the brain really auto focuses on workload stressors and complaints rather than naturally focusing on gratitude and happiness. So you can let yourself off the hook. This is your permission slip to know that it's not just you attaching those negative consequences. Your brain immediately goes to them. Your brain focuses immediately on those workloads, the stressors, and the things that say, hey, this is going to be super hard to create this change. Let's not do it. But the great thing is when we know better, we do better. And now you know better. See, I think that when we have the awareness that we are going to attach these negative consequences, that these things are going to happen, that we can come at it from much more of a perspective, like a a third party perspective. We can almost pull ourselves out of our thought processes away from those thoughts and be able to look at them and say things like, oh, isn't that thought interesting? Right? Isn't that thought or old habit of looking at things with those negative consequences. Interesting. See, now I know all I've simply done is attached a negative consequence to going after that goal. So now I can shift my thought. I can shift my perspective and be able to focus on the gratitude and the happiness instead. I can then shift myself so that I can process the world in a totally different way. Right. And that is exactly what I'm trying to help people be able to do is be able to process the world in a little bit different way to challenge your approach to this, to challenge your approach to the idea that, you know, all of this change is going to ensue um, with some sort of negative consequence. And so when you can do that and you can attach some sense of happiness that will follow And you can attach that 
yes, there might be some bumps in the road, but I'm going to be really grateful for those. Then you can see that you are beginning to have a little bit more joy attached to seeking that goal, a little more happiness attached to seeking that goal. And what then begins to happen? You begin to expand. You begin to feel the expansiveness that comes with going after something new. You begin to feel the sense of joy, right? Instead of just the stressors, you begin to feel that, you know, expansiveness that your life might, you know, get to experience when you're going after that bigger goal. And so I just get so excited about this, this switch that we're capable of making about how we can not have, you know, the same old thinking, which results in the same old results or the same old thinking, providing the same old results that we've always had, right? It's the definition of insanity. And so the next time when your friends so graciously pull up that seat and they say something like, you know, that sounds great, but man, that's going to be a really hard road to hoe. Are you sure you want to take it? You can say yes with a sense of excitement and abundance. And then you can tell them maybe what's on the other side of those bumps in the road because you've already thought it through. You can tell them how excited you are and all the benefits that are going to come from you seeking this new idea, from you creating this new change, or from you, you know, pursuing something completely different. I can't wait to see what happens when you challenge that question, when you challenge those negative consequences. And when you begin to go after your goals in a way that just frankly feels better. And I think that this is a great way to get started. You know, what I've come to realize too is this thing that it's not something wholesale major changes that end up taking us where we want to go, right? In the end, it's the small, subtle things we do on a daily basis, Right? It's being able to combat those types of questions from friends and family. It's being able to reconcile those negative consequences to change the thoughts so that we can show up big, so that we have the energy that we need to approach our goals. And that's what's going to take you there. These little efforts, these small changes so that you can show up as big as I know that you're capable of on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. So I hope making this small shift for you will make a big difference in the long run. It certainly has for me. I can't wait to hear what happens for you.